take my life A living sacrifice to you Hello friends, welcome to the CNBC Podcast where we explore how Jesus is at work in and around our world. Calvary Monument Bible Church is a body of Christ called by Jesus to love, live, and lead for God's glory, desiring to grow in a greater love for God and a greater love for those He places in our pathways. If you would like to learn more about the ministry of Calvary Monument Bible Church, we would invite you to check us out online at www.calvarymonument.org. I'm Pastor Chris Lenhart, and with us today we have singer, songwriter, and recording artist Lindsey Graham. Lindsey is the founder of Break Free Music Ministries. She's a part of the music ministry team at Missions Church in Lancaster, where she also participates in a lyric writing group. Lindsey uses her musical abilities across a range of ministry environments, including conferences and retreats. And today, she's going to share with us about her call into music ministry and how the Lord has worked through her ministry to bring encouragement and healing. Lindsay will also share tips for those who might aspire to pursue a career in music ministry. Jesus is at work. Let's hear what he's up to. Welcome back to the Jesus at Work podcast, everyone. Today, we have Lindsay Graham of Break Free Music Ministries with us. Also, full disclosure, she is my sister, and so we are so thrilled to welcome her to our time together today. Lindsay, could you share just a little bit with us about how you came to know the Lord and your testimony? Yeah, so I came to accept Christ when I was really young. I was four. It was at a vacation Bible school at Bethesda Church, which is a small church down here in the southern end. And... Um, for the most part, I feel like until I reached high school, I really did live my life for Christ. Um, I was really involved in church and youth group and um, enjoyed my relationship with God. Um, and when I hit my high school years, um, I kind of just strayed away. I became friends with people that were not great influences in my life and um, decided to take a path that led away from God instead of towards Him and um, ended up making a lot of bad choices. Um, and it wasn't until I was in college, I was living in Chicago, and I had gone through a lot of um, just really horrible things that came out of the choices that I had made. And... Um, I was really like at the end I had had it. I didn't think that I could do life anymore the way that it was and, um, contemplated taking my own life, um, and actually attempted to take my own life in two different ways. And when neither of those ways worked, um, I just remember crying out to God and saying, Obviously, what I'm doing isn't working, and I know now that I need to surrender my life over to you and live my life for you. And so it was at that point where I, I guess you would say, rededicated uh, my life to Christ and living for Him. And um, ever since then, I've been trying to um, just pursue Christ and what He wants for my life and to try and give Him all the, all the glory. Mm. And you have jumped into uh, music, and I have four words I want to say, and I want you to share the first thing 
that comes to mind when you hear these four words, okay. all right? Singer, songwriter, recording artist. The first word? What comes to your mind? Oh, music? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's music. interesting. It's what you do. Yeah. I mean, you you have spent a lot of years now writing and recording music and not just doing it for your own personal gain, but you have been sharing it with others. And so talk a little bit about what music ministry looks like to you. Talk a little bit about your calling into music ministry and how that all started. Yeah, so music for me started as like a healing. Um, I was involved in a Bible study and um, through the Bible study, it brought up a lot of those bad choices that I had made in my past. And um, it was good. It allowed me some time to reflect on the choices that I had made and the ways that it had affected my life and affected those around me. And um, I wrote my first song during that time. And it was really like a healing for me. Um, it was a way for me to connect with God on a different level. And um really think it was a blessing from him because music is so powerful to me. It's always been really powerful in my life and really meaningful in my life. And so for him to give me that gift of being able to write music and use my story to write music and to share with other people um, has really been just a huge blessing in my life. So that's really what it started as was a healing for myself. And then once I realized that there were other people out there that were struggling with the same things that I had struggled with, I started to realize that God could use this, use these songs, use this music as a ministry and as a healing for other people as well. And so that's when I started sharing my music with other people. Hmm. That's wonderful. And so you began the process of writing songs, sharing songs, singing songs. When did you get the idea or capture this vision that, hey, I, I think I'm going to record my own CD? Like, that's big. So, like, when, when did that all happen and what led to that decision and, and how did that all come about? Yeah. So, I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that I would be a recording artist at any point in my life. But I always did really love music and we were at a friend's house and I shared one of my songs with them and um, these people were like a second set of parents to us and, and the older gentleman said, my word, you have a really great voice. Like you could really do something with that. And it was really the first time that I had seen myself in that way. Like I enjoyed singing and I liked singing, but it was never really anything that I thought I could make a career of. Um, so when, when he said that to me and this gentleman was involved in music, he had been involved in music his whole life too. Um, so when he said that to me, it just kind of gave me that, that little spark of maybe I can do something with this. And then from there, it just seemed that God opened up a lot of doors for me. He put me in the paths of a lot of people who, um, knew recording artists who knew people that could record you. Um, and so from there, I got hooked up with Stephen Courtney, who was the person that helped me record my first album. Mm. And over time, you recorded a CD, and I believe you've been on the radio. What is it like to hear yourself on the radio? Uh, 
it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. And of course, I'm a perfectionist, so I hear like everything that I feel like I could fix or improve on, but it has, like I said, been a huge blessing because I feel like, you know, we all have a story. We all have made mistakes. We all have made choices we wish we hadn't. But the cool thing about it is that God uses our stories to help other people heal that are going through the same thing. So just to have a platform like being on WJTL um, really just allowed for the music to get out there for more people to hear. Um, And when I started this whole music ministry, I had three things that I was praying would happen through it. Um, The first was that um, it would be heard globally. So I was praying very specific prayers. So my one prayer was that not just the music, but the message, the message of Christ and and his healing love would be heard globally. Um, That it would not be a financial burden on my family, but but, um, that it would help my family financially. So that was prayer number Um, Two And prayer number three was that it would continue um, growing my relationship with God and and healing uh, my heart along the way. So like three very specific prayers um, when I started the music ministry. And God has been gracious enough to answer all three of those prayers. And so it's just been a really great journey. Is there a takeaway over... uh this time of being involved in music ministry, is there a takeaway uh, that you could share? And, and you can keep names and situations anonymous, but something where the Lord really confirmed in your mind, like, yes, this is where I want you. This is what you should be doing. Uh, continue on. You know, what, what were the mm-hmm. things that, that helped confirm your calling? Yeah. So for a while, I led worship for a group called Celebrate Recovery in the Southern End. And, um, I had shared a little bit of my story with them, um, but I had also shared with them the story of my miscarriages. So my husband and I, John and I, had two miscarriages um, between our second and our third child, and I shared that story with them. I shared about the healing power of Christ, and I shared a couple of my songs, some of my original songs that I had written during that time of mourning Um, our miscarriages. And um, after I was finished sharing that evening, a woman came up to me and she said, you know, it was never really accepted to talk about miscarriages and the loss of our, our children. And she said, I really never thought anyone would understand until I heard you share your story. And she um, just kind of broke down and shared her story with me. And she had also had miscarriages and um, it was that was one of the moments where it was just really confirmed that that I was doing the right thing, that the Lord had taken me down this path, and um, that this was the way that I was to be going. And so that was um, really one of those pivotal moments. Another one was um, I had been sharing my my music and my testimony with a youth a group of just girls. It was um, middle school and high school girls. And um, I have this one song called Beautiful that I wrote really for my kids, but it's um, great for for any girls, I think. And it was just um, 
the song just inspires girls to look at themselves as beautiful in God's eyes and not really care what the world thinks of them, but to see themselves the way that God sees them as perfect creation. And um, this one girl, she just kind of broke down and and um, confessed to me that she had not seen herself that way, that she had um, done self-harm and um, it was really the story that she had was was really sad the way that she had looked at herself and um, she said I never really looked at myself through God's eyes I just looked at myself through my own eyes and through the way that I thought the world see me saw me and now that I can think about myself through the way that Christ sees me like it gives me more hope more hope for the future mm. and um, so that was that was another story mm. yeah. What have been some of the challenges uh, as you look back and you say, wow, that was an obstacle, but the Lord got me through it. Wow, that was something that was really challenging. But uh, you can look back now and see how God used it for gain in your music ministry. Can you think of any major obstacles or challenges that you faced as you began and set out? Um, one would be just learning to play an instrument. I didn't know how to play any <laughs> instruments when I started this whole thing. So, um, it was funny. I, my grandfather had given me a guitar years and years and years ago, and it was just was in my closet. And one day, um, after the Lord had given me the words for this song, I just decided I was going to dig my guitar out and teach myself how to play. So I just went on YouTube and um, taught myself how to play guitar that way. So that was one obstacle. Um, I think another one just would be um, getting over the fear of really being honest with people and sharing like your deepest, darkest, um, most humiliating things that you've done in your life. Like that was difficult for me. Um, the first time I shared my testimony, I remember just like my whole body was shaking. Like I was just so nervous because it was the first time that mom and dad had ever heard my testimony. And I was really nervous to like, you know, it's like, you don't want to let anybody down and you feel like people look at you a certain way and you don't want to, you don't want them to look at you any differently because of choices that you've made. And so that was, um, that was one obstacle I think that was difficult to get over but once I started sharing my testimony and realizing how many other women had gone through the same struggles that I had gone through like it was just so eye-opening for me and women that I had admired that came up to me and said you know when I was a teenager I struggled with the same things that you did and it was you know it was encouraging so yeah I would say those were the two biggest obstacles. That's the hardest place sometimes to be where we are willing to admit and let, lean into our weaknesses because the world tells us that we have to be strong, you know, and we find that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And to get to that place, uh, boy, the, the, the strength of the Lord really shines through when we find ourselves in that place. And the Lord starts to work through us and encourage other people through the ministry that he brings us. So... That's really encouraging to hear. I'm sure there may be some young, aspiring uh, musicians out there, maybe even some folks that aspire to write music or to have a music ministry like you do where you could travel around and mm -hmm. play for retreats and play for conferences and things like that. 
What would be some advice that you would give to a young, aspiring singer, songwriter, recording artist? What would you share with them? Um, I would really say, like, immerse yourself in not only music, like, know a lot of different genres of music and just be familiar with music all around as a whole, but also immerse yourself in God's Word. Because a lot of times as you're going through God's word, like that's where inspiration comes, um, to write the music. Um, and also don't be afraid to share your story through music. Like, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. God has given us all a story and he wants us to use it. Um, he wants us to share it because sharing our story ultimately gives him the glory because it shows that he is able to heal he is able to rescue um so i would say those those would be some um pieces of advice and then also just keep keep going keep pushing get yourself um a support network you know people that you can write with people that you can bounce ideas off of um the music industry is not an easy one to (laughs) get into but it is helpful if you if you have a support group that can encourage you, that can give you positive criticism when needed, and um, just be you know that sounding board for you. Hmm. So currently, where are you sharing your gifts and abilities? Where does the Lord have you right now? So right now, um, we are attending Mission Church on Lampeter Road, and so I. I am on their worship team there and have shared a couple of events there as well. Um, Also working with a group of local worship leaders and worship artists. Uh, We meet once a month. Uh, We're on break for the summer, but we'll start back up in the fall. Um, And then just, you know, going around to different churches. I love sharing my story with people that I don't know. I love meeting new people. I love hearing their stories. Also really enjoy giving uh, worship leaders at other churches a break if when they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to be able to, to go in as a guest worship leader and just lead for a Sunday so that the worship pastor, the worship leader has a Sunday off, especially in those small churches where they might not have as many people to fill that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so really those are the things that I'm I'm doing right now. I'm still working on new music, um, part of a writing group at Mission. So we we meet every other week and we write music together. And um, I still plan on doing some more recording, but that's probably a year or so down the line. Um, But yeah, I think just keep pressing forward and keep moving forward. You have three girls. Do any of your girls share your interest and love of music? Have you found yet? <laughs> they all love music. <laughs> Mom and dad got them a princess karaoke for Christmas, and it is on almost 24-7. <laughs> they are always singing, always dancing, always listening to music. They love to listen to music on their Kindles and computers. So, yeah, they, they all three of them, I think really love music it was really cute um yesterday 
our youngest Bristol was out here on the deck and I was inside. I looked out and all I saw were her hands like stretched open really wide at the edge of the deck. And I was like, Bristol, what are you doing? She's like, I'm singing worship music. <laughs> it was just really cute. <laughs> she was out here like worshiping the Lord just by herself out on the deck, hands in the air, worshiping the Lord. So yeah, it's That's really so neat cool. to see that in them. So for them, mom is like their little, I mean, mentor. You're like a mentor. You're like, um, you have given them a vision of where they could put their talents and how they could pursue uh, these things in their lives. What about for you? Who are a few of uh, your music mentors, a few of the people in your life that you were like, hey, this person really inspired me musically. This person was somebody who I thought uh, had a lot of musical talent and I wanted to lean into or glean from early on. Yeah. So I would say early on, like teenage years, it would have been... Jeremy and Jen Dibler, being a part of Rollinsville camp meeting with them and um, just, you know, I remember the interest that they took in me when they realized that I wanted to sing and that I enjoyed singing. Um, I remember a couple times just Jeremy sitting down at the piano and just letting me sing some of his songs and he would just play for me and that was just um, really neat for, you know, to see somebody as successful as them um, step aside and say, hey, I want to hear you do it. I want to hear you sing it, you know, and, and that was that was really neat. Um, I would say, too, uh, Craig Dibler was another one that, you know, I just, Craig was very inspirational to me as far as worship leading um, because when I started attending Wesley, I was a song leader not necessarily a worship leader. And so Craig really helped me um, know the difference between the two and just, you know, really allowing the spirit to lead and um, being open to what to what God would have on a Sunday morning, not being so set in, in the rules, but allowing God to move and to be open to that. So, yeah, Craig Craig was another one. Craig is a very gifted worship leader. Yeah. And very, very gifted. And he's also very gifted relationally. Yeah. Which I think is, he's, he's so willing to tell you um, what you need to hear. Maybe not what you want to hear, but what mm -hmm. you need to hear. And that helps you get better. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, he was an uh, influence in my life as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, I love people like that um, because... I do want to grow, I do want to mature, and I, I, I do know that I am not the best that I could be. And so to have people that in a loving way can tell you where you can grow in your spiritual walk, in your giftedness, you know, that, that's just really precious to have. And it, you know, there's a difference between doing it, you know, having the relationship and being able to do it in a loving way. Like Craig and I had that relationship. And so he was able to come to me and, and share those things with me, and it came across as an encouragement. Um, so, yeah, those, those two people, um, I think, I, of course, I would have to say Steve and Courtney and Matt Goss, um, those two guys both helped me. Uh, Steven helped me with my first album, and then Matt um, just helped me on my, my most recent uh, project, called uh, Born to Save, which was a Christmas song that I released that was played on JTL this past Christmas. Um, 
so yeah I mean a lot of different people but those are some just to name a couple wonderful well where can we find your music and how can we support your ministry so the music is kind of all over uh, iTunes Spotify Amazon um, it's on YouTube as well and I do have a website um, which I can we can link that to the podcast um, where you can buy music and um, what was the other question sorry is there any way <laughs> we can be supporting your ministry oh, yeah. in this season yes <laughs> um, well I would say just um, you know, being open to not only myself, but to have having artists come to your church and share their music. There's not a great avenue for Christian artists to mm. share original music. Mm. Um, if you think about really where we live in Lancaster, there's a lot of restaurants and bars that welcome artists, but not Christian artists. You know, mm. it's hard to find those places where Christian artists can really share their music. So allowing churches allowing us to come in and share our testimony share our music with their congregation um is really really beneficial to us it allows us to get our music out there and um meet new people you know that can help hopefully help um set us up with other people that you know can it's just like a continuous circle um so yeah i would say that would be a great way to support of course prayer like always Mm -hmm. always prayer um I'm constantly wondering, you know, I want to put new music out, but I don't want it to be a financial strain on my family. What people don't realize is that recording music is really, really expensive. (laughs) And if you're not, you know, signed up with a label, then you have to cover the cost yourself. So um, just having that balance of wanting to get new music out there, but also wanting to be financially responsible with the family so yeah but um you know playing at churches and stuff a lot of times they'll give love offerings and and all that I put aside for the music ministry so anytime you know I don't charge when I go to a church and I I told my husband when we started this whole venture that I never wanted to charge a church to share my testimony and share my music because I didn't want it to be based on whether or not the church could afford it. Like, I want to be able to share my story with any church, whether they're a small, tiny backcountry church or a big, major conglomerate church. Um, I wanted to be able to share with everybody. So I don't charge, but oftentimes churches will give love offerings. And so that goes towards then getting new music recorded and, and out there for people. Wonderful. It's really revealing to hear you share about not having pathways or avenues for Christian recording artists. Like I had not considered that. Mm-hmm. And so the church indeed would seem to be a a good soil or a fertile ground to help guide and direct young recording artists. And so that's really helpful to hear you mm-hmm. share. Are there any locations other than churches in the community like Christian cafes or Christian places where music artists, Christian music artists are welcome to build their gifts and use their gifts? Yeah, so one that I could think of would be Emmaus Road Cafe. Um, Of course, they've been closed down now because of the COVID-19 issues, but um, they, they would be a good one. They're out on Route 30. And I believe they're part of Mellinger Mennonite. Yes. Church. Okay. I know yeah. It is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very so, good. 
Um, they're they're a great place. And then also, I believe Holy Grounds down in Oxford also welcomes Christian artists to come play um, at their coffee house too. So um, those are two places. Um, also, I know that there had been talks of having something like that happen at the Wesley Network. Um, right there by the Daily Grind in Quarryville. So mm. I'm not sure if that has gotten up off the ground yet or not. Mm. Um, but those those two that I first mentioned are the two that I know for sure um, are. And mm. yeah. Well, wonderful. Uh, I want to thank you again for being willing to come on and share today and share with uh, our CNBC family, but also the community who is listening. And uh, if you would like to support Lindsey Graham and her music ministry, you can find her music on iTunes. And we just appreciate you being willing. So thanks so much, Lindsey, for being with us today. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to All right, have a wonderful afternoon, everyone, and we will see you next time.